back to the Kaiser Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Coble, and I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in to this podcast episode. So, for a recap of what's been going on in Kaiser and a little bit of the surrounding area, if you're a boater, if you're a fisherman, if you're a skier, I know one of the favorite areas for our locals is the Mount Storm Lake. Well, unfortunately, I'm going to advise that you just don't head up there this summer because the Mount Storm Lake boat ramp is going to be closed from June 1st through August 29th. The West Virginia DNR are currently upgrading the facility. A list of upgrades include installation of a permanent concrete ramp, courtesy dock, paved handicap access parking lot with a walkway to the ramp, and reconstruction of storm drains with an improved parking lot. Now this is a much needed improvement for the Mount Storm Lake. If you've been up there the past couple of years, you know that it hasn't been in the greatest condition. Parking has not been great, but the DNR are taking this opportunity to make these changes and present the people with a better facility. So, once again, the Mount Storm Lake boat ramp is going to be closed from June 1st through August 29th. Other news, Chris Gilmer has been named the interim president at Potomac State College. Mr. Gilmer's career has been spent mostly in the historically black college and university system. He was the executive director at the Vicksburg, Mississippi campus of Alcorn State University and was the Vice President for Academic Affairs at Adams State University in Colorado. Mr. Gilmer has a Ph.D. in English from the University of Southern Mississippi. Now, as spring is upon us, let's not forget to stop by the Mineral County FFA Greenhouse for all your flowers and plants located at the Votech in Kaiser. These young men and women in the horticulture program put a lot of effort and time into getting these items ready for the spring planting. It's a great way to support our local kids while improving our yards and giving us a head start on our gardens. The greenhouse will be open from noon to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. Now, for people going out Route 46, you may already know this, but for the rest of us, there is a new sign that's been placed on Route 46 between Limestone and Fountain That section of road has been dedicated to the memory of Army Colonel Ronald John Chikasito. I hope I pronounced that last name right. I mean, no offense. He served our our country from 1962 to 1994 and then moved back to the area to operate a small hay farm on Knobbly Mountain. A huge shout out to the Kaiser Middle School teams that competed in the History Bowl last week. All these kids did a great job representing Mineral County and put forth their best effort. Kaiser did have one of their teams finish fourth place overall, and congratulations to Isabel Miller, who was named to the West Virginia History Bowl All-State team. So once again, an incredible job by our students and the staff who helped them train for this event. On a sad note, we have lost another young person too soon this past week, and our prayers continue to go out to his family I continue to implore each and every one of you that choose to go hunting to make sure that you are aware of your surroundings, 
and you are positive at what you are going to shoot. It's a dangerous sport. We love, especially in the mountain state, we love hunting. It provides us with food and gives us uh, a chance to get out in nature. But it is so, so important that we understand our surroundings and what we are shooting at when we are pulling a trigger. So please, I just I beg each and every one of you out there that are going hunting, take your time and really know what you see in front of you before you ever pull that trigger. That's all the news I have for right now. Our thought of the week, it's a quote from Roy T. Bennett, and it's, Success is not how high you have climbed, but how you make a positive difference to the world. And what a profound statement and how much truth is that. We can do a lot of things in life, but if we don't make a positive difference, it's all for nothing. There's enough negativity in this world. We need more positive people. Our joke of the week, you're going to love this one. What kind of nut does not like money? The answer? The cash ooh. Ha ha ha, yeah. Okay, so the jokes are really bad. I understand that, but it's the best I can do right now. So, yeah. Um, random fact of the week is that blood donors in Sweden receive text when their blood is used. Now, I think that is actually kind of cool. I have donated blood in the past to the uh, American Red Cross when they do their mobile setups. And I, you know, you always wonder what happens with your blood. Does it go to waste? Is it, you know, making a real difference? I think this is a great way to encourage the donors and that way they know that what they're doing is not just giving away their blood for testing or to be trashed, but that it's actually going to use. And you can see just how quickly after your donation that your blood ends up getting used. It's very hard um, right now to find enough blood in the United States, even though we have so many people. The, just the amount of donations coming in, the people volunteering to give it, are not anywhere close to what it used to be. So, people, I highly encourage you, go out and donate blood to the American Red Cross. You never know when it's going to be your family member or yourself that's going to be in need of it. So, with that being said, let's jump over to high school sports. And, we're, of course, we're covering Kaiser. So, the Kaiser High School Sports this past week, our boys and girls track team hosted the area championship meet on the 25th. Overall, the boys team placed second with a score of 117 points, and our girls took seventh place. In the 100 meter for that meet, Kiara Kessner had a PR of 1468. In the 200 meter for the boys, Keith Lawrence took third place with a time of 2421. In the 400 meters, Seth Ernest earned first place with a time of 54.06, and Jack Stenslausik got second with a time of 54.09. In the 800 meter, Griffin Powell sets a PR with a time of 2.13.94. In the 1600 meter, Logan Hedrick set a PR with a time of 5.15.77. In the 3200 meter, Logan Hedrick 
once again sets another PR with a time of 11.35.78. So you want to talk about a young man that had a really good day. Um, in the 110 hurdles, Gavin Seleski had third place with a time of 16.72. Personal records during that event were Gavin Seleski with his 16.72 time and Pierce Barnett with a time of 19.43. In the 300-meter hurdles, Gavin Seleski once again sets a personal best with a time of 48.40, so he had a great day as well. In the 4x100-meter, the girls' team took third place with a time of 55.02. That was Del Signor, Kessner, Broadwater, and Layton. In the 4x200-meter, the boys took third place with a time of 136.41. That team was Anderson, Mealy, Lawrence, and Stenslausik. In the 4x400-meter, our boys once again took third place with a time of 342.81. That team was Stenslausik, Boggs, Parks, and Ernest. And our girls' team took third with a time of 434.43. And that was Del Signor, Broadwater, Layton, and Green. In the 4 by 800 meter, the boys took third place once more with a time of 849.42. That team consisted of Ernest, Denny, Powell, and Parks. In our 4 by 110 meter shuttle hurdles, the boys took second place with a time of 104.56. The team consisting of Seleski, Boggs, Seleski, and Barnett. In the shot put, Gabe Ryan continues his run and First place finishes with a throw of 47 feet, 5.5 inches. Brandon Keller, let's see, he takes third place with a personal best throw of 42 feet, 11.5 inches. For our girls, personal best were thrown by Aaliyah Horner with a throw of 26 feet and Faith Hamrick with a throw of 24 feet, 8 inches. In the discus, Gabe Ryan took second place with a throw of 132 feet, 7 inches. Personal records were set by William Barb with a throw of 117.11 and Braden Keller with a throw of 112 feet 4 inches. For the girls, personal best was set by Jules Selby with a throw of 82 feet 11 inches. In the high jump, Harris Boggs takes first place with a jump of 6 foot. That's impressive to me because I'm 6 foot and I can just, I can't imagine somebody just running up and jumping right over top of me. In the pole vault, Griffin Powell took second place with a vault of 10 feet. Personal best were set by Christopher Fury with a jump of 9 feet. And Seth Sines with a vault of 9 feet. Along with Alec Dietrich with a vault of 8 foot 6 inches. So our pole vaulters had a really good day in my opinion. As when you got three guys that have a personal best, that's a fantastic thing. So congratulations to the vaulting team. Long jump, Keith Lawrence has a personal best with a jump of 18 feet 5 inches. Now, that was the end of that meet. Later in the week, Kaiser held a home track meet on the 28th. The boys team took first place with a score of 240 points, and our girls team placed third with a total of 52 points. So, let's go to the event results for this one. In the 100 meter, Parker Anderson took third place with a time of 12.26. PRing in that event was Alec Dietrich with a time of 13.15. In the 200 meter, Parker Anderson once more, he gets first place this time with a time of 24.49. Keith Lawrence finishes second place with a time of 24.56. Personal records were set by Noah Dawson with a time of 25.91. Seth Science with a time of 25.99. 
Tanner Dietrich with a time of 27 seconds, and Alec Dietrich with a time of 27.2. In the 400 meter, Seth Ernest takes first place with a time of 54.54. Jack Stenslausik gets second with a time of 54.67. And Eden Parks finishes third with a time of 56.46. Now get this, personal records. Keith Lawrence gets a time of 56.50. Trenton Denny gets a time of 58.32. And Griffin Powell gets a time of 58.67. What made that all special? Well, what made it super special was the fact that Kaiser took the top six spots in the event. So I listed you off the top three spots for each event that Kaiser finishes in. But all those personal records caused Kaiser to grab the top six spots overall. So that was really cool. 800 meter, Eden Parks finishes first with a 208.93. Griffin Powell takes second with a time of 212.15, which was also his personal best. For our girls team, Scarlett Cameron back in action. She takes third with a time of 301.41. Now, in the 1600 meters, Logan Hedrick takes second place with a time of 514.16, and that is his personal best. And once again, Scarlett Cameron comes in at third place with a time of 643.64. In the 110-meter hurdles, Gavin Selesky takes first place with a time of 17.6, and Pierce Barnett takes third with a time of 20.03. In the 300-meter hurdles, Pierce Barnett takes third place with a time of 48.58. That was also his personal best, and Harris Boggs has a personal best time of 49.68. Now, in the 4x100-meter relays, the Kaiser team for the boys takes first place with a time of 47.02. That team consisted of Anderson, Mealy, Lawrence, and Stanislausik. Our girls finished first with a time of 55.97 with that team of Del Signor, Kester, Broadwater, and Layton. In the 4x200 meter, once again, the boys take first with a time of 136.90. That was Anderson, Mealy, Lawrence, and Stanislausik. The girls take second with a time of 2 minutes and 23 hundredths. Del Signor, Kestner, Broadwater and Layton were the members of that team. In the 4x400 meter, the boys take first with a time of 344.08. Stanislavskik, Denny, Parks, and Ernest are your runners. For the girls, they take second place with a time of 440.92. The runners for that one were Del Signor, Broadwater, Layton, and Cameron. In the 4x800 meter relay, the men take first place again with a time of 856.48. That team was Ernest, Parks, Denny, and Powell. Our girls take second with a time of 11.36.30. And that was Del Signor, Broadwater, Layton, and Cameron. In the 4x110 shuttle hurdle relay, Kaiser takes first with a time of 107.93. That was Selesky, Barnett, Fury, and Richardson. In the shot put, we continue to watch Gabe Ryan lead the way he has a first place throw of 46 feet 9 inches Braden keller takes third with a throw of 41 feet 7 inches pring in this event jake anderson throws a 32 feet 2 inch toss and cameron stewart has a toss of 31 feet 1 inch in the discus gabe ryan takes second place with a throw of 127 feet 5 inches, Dimitri Schultz takes third with a throw of 125 
4, which is 125 feet 4 inches. Personal records for the discus team. Austin Smith throws for 108 feet 6 inches. Jake Anderson throws 82 feet 5 inches. Ashton Youngblood throws 70 feet 5 inches. And Chase House has a throw of 62 feet 2 inches. In the high jump, Harris Boggs grabs second place for Kaiser with a jump of 5 feet 6 inches. Pole vaulting, Griffin Powell takes first with a vault of 9 foot 6 inches, followed by Christopher Fury and Alec Dietrich, who tie for second place with vaults of 9 feet. In the long jump, Malachi Blow, third place finish with a jump of 16 feet 4.5 inches. Personal best in the long jump was Chase House with a jump of 13 feet 5.5 inches. Now let's move on to softball. Our t- girls' team has had a phenomenal year so far. And let's look at how they fared last week. So, to start things off, the Kaiser girls' team defeated Pendleton County 8-5. Leading the way in hits was Shoemaker, Smith, and Wolf, who each had two. Shoemaker also had four RBIs to lead the team. Pitching for the game was by Wolf, who goes seven innings with nine strikeouts. Now, on the 26th, the Lady Tornadoes took down rival Frankfurt with a score of 7-2. Leading in the hits was Michaela Gillespie and Allie Smith, who each had two, followed by Morgan Pratt with one. As far as RBIs go, Morgan Pratt and Michaela Gillespie each had one apiece. Pitching another solid game was Charity Wolf, who went seven innings and struck out an incredible 14 batters. On the 28th, the ladies pulled off a close game against Petersburg with a score of 7-6. Shoemaker and Pratt both led in hits with two apiece, while Everline led the way in the RBIs with three. Wolf continued the strong pitching, going seven innings and throwing 14 strikeouts. The pitching for the girls' team has been nothing short of phenomenal this year. The baseball team, Kaiser defeated Berkeley Springs 3-2. Road Truck had one RBI in that game uh, to lead the way for Kaiser. There was a couple other hits, but that's what pops up on the system. Pitching for the Kaiser Tornadoes was Jenkins. He goes six innings with seven strikeouts, and Broadwater steps in and pitches for one inning. Now, later in the week, Kaiser defeats Frankfurt 12-1. The crazy thing about this game is that it did not even go the distance as Kaiser run-ruled their cross-county rivals. So that's always an awesome experience for the young men. It's a big game. as you're, Like I said, it's a rivalry game. There's a lot of friendships involved here. So you know that bragging rights are coming into play anytime Frankfurt and Kaiser face off. But leading the way for Kaiser in hits was Seth Healy. He had three. Noah Broadwater and Connor Bennett both had two. Driving the runners home from the for the game, Seth Healy with an incredible seven RBIs. And that was followed up by Connor Bennett, who had two, and Noah Broadwater, who had one. Pitching was strong for Kaiser as Noah Broadwater went for five innings, throwing three strikeouts and only giving up one run. So the pitching was strong and the defense was strong. Now on the 28th, the boys defeated Grafton 15-4. Road Truck and Youngblood both had two hits. Road Truck had four RBIs and Bennett claimed two. 
Healy pitches for a little over three innings and strikes out three. Then on the 29th, they would hand Southern a loss with a score of 13-6. to Both Healy and Youngblood would have three hits. Youngblood would follow that up with four RBIs, and, and Bradfield would add two of his own. Jenkins pitches for four innings with three strikeouts, and Rotruck would step in and pitch for two innings with two strikeouts. Now, our tennis team showed up and showed out at the PVC meet. Our boys' tennis team are repeat PVC champions as a team. Other PVC champions that were uh, that came out of this event are number one girls' doubles team of Maddie Rhodes and Zoe Brathwaite, our number two boys' double team of Hunter Powell and Caleb Kitzmiller. Not only are they the PVC champs this year, this is the second year in a row. They were PVC champs last year as well. Our number three boys doubles team of Bryson Bush and Paul Knotts. And then in single play, our number three singles goes to Hunter Powell, who won the title. Now, that's what we have as far as Kaiser High School sports from last week. Let's take a look at Potomac State College sports. Our baseball team for Potomac State College on the 24th swept Hagerstown Community College with scores of 4-3 and 9-0. In Game 1, Owen Kime closed, and Tyler Henshaw is credited with the win in a very low-scoring game. Leading the way in the batter's box was Anthony Swinda with two RBIs, followed by Caleb Taylor and Clay Mahalik, who had one apiece. In Game 2, Jake Arnold improves to 7-1 as a pitcher this season. He pitched for seven innings and struck out six batters in the process. Josh Hoffman, Caleb Taylor, and Brady Whitaker each drove in two runs each to lead the way on offense. April 30th, they took on Shenandoah University. Potomac State would prove to be way too much for the Hornets as they would win both games in that series, 4-2 and a score of 15-3. Josh Hoffman would lead the team in hits with two in Game 1, while Morgan Little would have the most RBIs with two. Four pitchers would see action in the first game. Alexander Meckley would pitch for three innings with five strikeouts. Tyler Henshaw goes one inning with one strikeout. Jared Adams pitches for two innings and two strikeouts. And finally, the save goes to Dalton Benson, who pitches for one inning. In Game 2, Josh Hoffman continued to lead in hits with three. This time, Corey Ashby would have the most RBIs with three. Once again, Potomac State had a busy bullpen. Avery Heupel throws for three innings with four strikeouts. Jake Arnold comes in, two innings and three strikeouts. Jack Hoymans throws for one inning, and Owen Kime goes one inning with one strikeout. The men will now travel on the 6th to Bel Air, Maryland, to compete in the NJCAA Region 20 Tournament. So good luck to the Potomac State College men's baseball team. In softball for Potomac State College, the women swept Penn State Beaver in their doubleheader with scores of 13-1 and 14-9. Leading the way at the plate was Alexis Bailey with three hits. Brianna Stocks, Mia Kincaid, and Simone Blanks each had two hits apiece. Simone Blanks also had a team leading three RBIs, and three other ladies finished the game with two apiece. Getting the win on the mound was Brianna Stocks, who went for five innings and struck out five batters. In Game 2, the ladies jumped out to an 11-0 first-inning start. Brianna Stocks led the team in hits with three, and Madison Anderson had the most RBIs with three. Brianna Stocks went for five innings pitching and had eight strikeouts. On the 29th, the Catamounts would sweep the series with CCBC Catonsville. 
with scores of 13 to nothing and 24 to 1. In game 1, Grace Walsh led the way with two hits, and Grace Walsh, Alexis Bailey, Josie Deneen, and Allison Dean would all have two RBIs apiece. Pitching was by Brianna Stocks, who went four innings and seven strikeouts, and Jenna Burkhammer, one who would come in for one inning with one strikeout. In game two, Jenna Burkhammer had the hot bat with five hits. Leading in RBIs would be Simone Blanks with five. Pitching in game two was Madison Wetzel for three innings with four strikeouts, and then Emma Turner would come in for two innings and get three strikeouts. In the last regular season game, for the Catamounts, they defeated Allegheny College of Maryland 8 to nothing and 13 to 1. Leading hitters were Grace Walsh and Brianna Stocks with three apiece. Grace Walsh, Alexis Bailey, and Taylor Townsend all had two RBIs. Pitching all six innings was Taylor Townsend, and she would sit down five batters. In game two, Brianna Stocks and Mia Kincaid each would have two hits apiece. Three lady Catamounts would have three RBIs each. They were Brianna Stocks, Alexis Bailey, and Madison Wetzel. Pitching for four innings with eight strikeouts was Brianna Stocks, and Madison Wetzel would throw for one inning and sit down one batter. Now on the 7th, the Lady Catamounts will start their NJCAA Region 20 Division II first round, and that will be played in Kaiser, West Virginia. So let's look at Kaiser High School's sports schedule for this week, tonight. The tennis team is going to start re- their regional tournament play. That's an away tournament. I believe it is going to be in Berkeley Springs. I could be wrong, but I'm just guessing there. Our girls softball team has a sectional game at home versus Berkeley Springs High School at 5 p.m. On Tuesday, baseball, the baseball team has a home game versus Moorfield at 4.30. The softball has a sectional game at home at 5 o'clock. And our JV baseball game has a home game against Moorfield, but not until 7 p.m. On Wednesday, the PVC Championship for track and field will take place at Kaiser starting at 4.30. Our baseball team plays away at Fort Hill. And that the varsity team will start at 4.30. Our JV will play at the exact same time and at the exact same location against the exact same opponent. So the JV will play Fort Hill as well. Uh, I guess they got multiple fields. Now on Thursday, the softball team plays a sectional at home at 5 p.m. And our baseball team has a home game against East Hardy that will start at 6. On Saturday, the varsity track team will host the Jim Turbin Invitational Starting at 10 a.m., that is always a great invitational as a lot of teams show up. Our varsity baseball team has a home game against Mountain Ridge with a 10 a.m. start time. Our JV team will come out to play at home against Mountain Ridge, and that game is going to start at 12.30 p.m. Events around the area. On May 5th, Dante's Bar in Frostburg will have the Dead Horse Revival. They will be playing starting at 8 p.m. There's also, on May 5th, a succulent plant and sip that will start at 5.30 p.m. and last till 7.30 p.m. at the North Branch Brewing Company in Kaiser. This is a cash-only event. Reservations are required, so I do ask that you contact the North Branch Brewing Company to get your spot. Your ticket will get you one drink of choice, one pizza or appetizer, and materials for the project. Now, 
As far as the planners go, there are choices that are available. You can view the planners of choice on the North Branch Brewing Company Facebook page. Your prices are going to be based off of the planner that you choose. So the, it's not one price for, every, for all, any and all of them. It is based off of the planner. So that can change your fee. But it is limited in the numbers. And so that's why we're asking that you contact them and reserve your spot so that they will make sure they have enough material for the people coming for this event. Also, the last thing I got for May 5th, Lash Balls West are going to open their doors in Frostburg. And they're going to have performing at 6 p.m., Judd Bussard, and then Travis Cody and Wayward Son. There is no coverage charge for this event. Once again, no coverage charge for this event. So if you're looking for something to do, I encourage you to look at one of these things around our local area. On May 6th, you can head up to Frostburg to hear baked shrimp performing starting at 8 p.m. at the deep end. And that's really all I got for that day. May 7th, it gets a little bit busier. I got to start off with locals. So we got Hoover's Bar and Grill having their Cinco de Mayo bash. Performances will start at 4 p.m. They're going to last till midnight. You're going to have Angerbox, Jason Good Blues, Zona Hester, Travis and Cody, Jonathan Zinn, Lucky Seven, and Solo all performing throughout the evening. It's going to be a great time, so come on out to Hoover's and enjoy. Enjoy the food, enjoy the beer, and enjoy the music and socializing with some really great people. The Misfit Players will be performing at the Indy on Main in Kaiser. Those performances are going to start at 8 p.m. Now, starting things off really early in the morning, and I probably should have started with this one for the events. I should do them in uh, order of time, but I don't. So you're also going to have the 2022 Conquer the Dam 5K at Jennings Randolph Lake. That's going to take place at 8.30 a.m. This is a great event. One, it lets people that love to run get out there and compete. And two, it raises money for the Mineral County Mills on Wheels program. If you would like to run in that race, then go to www.raceentry.com slash races slash conquer dash the dash dam dash 5k slash 2022 slash register and you can get yourself listed on the runners for that event now a little bit further away not exactly kaiser but just down the road the canal place in cumberland maryland taco de mayo will be going down that's going to start at 1 p.m and last to 11 p.m you say what is taco de mayo it is the area's first taco festival Head on over to the Canal Place, like I said, 1 p.m. to 11 p.m., and you can enjoy taco vendors, bands, and beer, and I'm sure quite the crowd. With that being said, that is all I have as for events. I continue to encourage each and every one of you to share, like this podcast. It helps me out a lot. I kind of work like PBS. I am a listener-sponsored podcast. I'm going to be flat out honest with you people. The podcast base, I pay nothing for. Okay, I use Anchor. 
and Anchor is ran by Spotify, and they don't charge me a dime to put my information out there. But it's limited, very, very limited. I really, I have started a pod page uh, for this podcast, and right now I'm working off the free, uh, the free offering that they have, but it really limits what I'm capable of doing. I would love to upgrade to the pro level so that I could provide much more information and give you, the listeners, a better opportunity to react, to to conversate with myself, and to, to have a better say in what's going on or recommendations of things that you'd like to hear. So if you get a chance, there is a, a donation button that is listed down in the description of this podcast and I would ask that if you would even if it's just a dollar if you could submit something to help out it's expensive people you know how times are right now it's not easy I'm not asking for a million dollars I don't care to become rich off this that's not what I'm looking for Um, or if you know a business that would like to sponsor the podcast the rate that I have going right now it's a special rate. It is $10 per episode, and as a flat fee, it will get the business listed on the description with an automatic link so that people can click on that business's name and go directly to their page. It will also get them about a 30-second ad in the podcast. So remember, for businesses out there, it's $10 right now. Uh, for probably in the next four weeks, I'll run this offer. The great thing about podcast compared to radio is that on the radio, you may pay for an advertisement. And if people don't have the radio on, no one's hearing it with a podcast. It's that episode is always there forever and always. And as long as people click it at any time of the day on any day of the week, you're advertisement is going to be heard. It's not going to go away. So remember that. So once again, my Kaiserites, thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your help. And thank you for tuning in to Kaiser Weekly Podcast. I hope and I pray that you each have a great week. And I look forward to talking to you next Monday. Take care.